Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show... When you combine a near-stock car with a field of established veterans and up-and-coming rookies, you end up with the most action-packed spec series out there. Now, you may have heard me rave about the Mazda Itamitsu MX-5 Cup Series in the past. When they're in a pack, they often sound like a swarm of bees, and quite frankly, the way that they maneuver themselves around each other out on track, they kind of act like a swarm of bees as well. However, the racing that they produce is exceptional, and in fact, some of the best racing that I think I have ever witnessed. However, many people don't know what the series is and how they can follow it. Well, that changes now, as I'm going to take you through everything that you need to know but the Mazda MX-5 Cup. We're going to start off with a little bit of history behind this series here. And it starts back in 1989 when the first Miata was launched to the US market. Ever since the car was initially launched, it was a hit both on the roads and especially on the track with drivers praising the affordability and the amount of fun that they had behind the wheel. These cars continued to build in popularity throughout the 1990s, but it was not until the early 2000s when the first attempt was made to create a national United series that these cars could race in. Previous iterations of racing with these MX-5 cars were they would have their own class within the race that they'd be able to race within, but it wasn't until 2006 when there was a separate class and a separate series actually that was created solely for these popular cars. It was a national series and it was called the Mazda MX-5 Cup. The new series would be a spec series, meaning that every single car and every single driver that was out there would be running the same identical car that was prepared by Mazda Speed. The creation of this new series coincided with the launch of the third generation Mazda MX-5 Cup car. This car would go on to be used for some time as it would be run in the series until the end of the 2015 season. The 2016 season saw the introduction of the fourth generation of MX-5 which uh, after a set of upgrades in 2019 has ultimately led us to where the car is today. Now this MX-5 Cup car is produced exclusively by Fleece Performance in Daytona Beach, Florida. As of August of 2022, they have produced approximately 80 cars since becoming the producer in 2019. They receive essentially stock club trim level cars directly from Mazda, go ahead, disassemble them, and add in over 250 race car specific parts that improve things like handling, endurance, safety, and power. Key changes include the installation of a roll cage, a new flat shift sequential gearbox, which replaces the production gearbox, and that engine that it actually comes with from the factory remains sealed. The result is turning a road car into a race-ready car that all you need to do is fuel it up and you're ready to go to the track. Now, remarkably, over the 16-year history of this series, there has never been a repeat champion. When you combine an incredibly equal playing field with a large purse of almost $1.2 million for this upcoming 2023 season, you create a series that is very, very competitive and has some great racing. In fact, it's becoming quite clear that the incredibly close nature of the racing combined with the great prize money here, it's really 
really helped evolve the series from a stepping stone series where drivers would stop in, do a season or two before moving up the ladder, to really being a destination series where drivers will stay and they will race for many years. Now the part that you, the fan, probably care about the most is the quality of racing. And you need to look no further than the MX-5 Cup for some of the best racing around. Just look back at some of these finishes a short while ago from Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, where an incredible final race ultimately culminated in Jared Thomas being crowned champion. More incredibly close side-by-side -side racing to the start-finish line at Watkins Glen. From 29th to the lead takes it by three quarters of a Mazda MX-5's length. To a three-wide photo finish at Sebring in 2021. Or this finish at Daytona that really sparked my love for the series. With regular fields of 25 or more cars, it not only produces great racing, but just great overall entertainment. The series is very accessible as well, and if you're fortunate enough to be able to make it to one of their seven race weekends, you'll be treated to a very, very welcoming paddock and just an overall great fan experience. The series doesn't usually find themselves as the main event on a race weekend, so they'll usually be the ones that are racing on Fridays and Saturdays. And while the 45-minute races are not overly long, they are long enough for some really good battles to develop within them. Now in 2023, the Mazda Itamitsu MX-5 Cup will feature seven doubleheader weekends starting at Daytona in support of the Rolex 24 Hours from January 25th to 27th. A couple of weeks later from March 3rd to 5th, they head to the streets of St. Petersburg in support of the IndyCar race. And then after taking a bit of a break, they are back to support IMSA on May 12th to 14th at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca, which they last visited in 2021. Next round after that is once again supporting IMSA for the six hours of the Glen. Uh, they'll be racing there from June 22nd to 24th before they head to Road America on August 4th to 6th this year they returned to supporting the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship after they supported NASCAR's race at Road America in 2022. Then they head to VIR on August 25th to 27th before rounding out their season at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta on October 11th to 13th. Now, if you can't make it to the track, don't worry. There's great ways to watch the action, either live or shortly after the fact. All of the races are streamed live on IMSA TV, and they are made available afterwards on the IMSA YouTube page. That is going to wrap this one up, though. But before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you never miss an episode. You can also follow along and interact with us on Twitter or on YouTube at OffInTheSs. Once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go off in the S's.